puts that. If only, if only you were on the call last yesterday with us. Oh shit. We roasted him so bad. Uh, my Tommy. favorite thing to do now. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And Manny, this is episode 52. Why not 51? What do you mean, why not 51? I don't know, Area 51. This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is episode 52. This is one year of us making this podcast. Hold up, hold up. I quit. No, no I'm good. No, I mean, I can cut it right here. It's still one episode. <laughs> it's too late. You're dedicated now. <laughs> but I, I think that's kind of over the main hump, right? Yeah. But uh, I think we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the episode and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, for now, let's roll into our headlines, Manny. Yeah. So we have another announcement on Crunchyroll on removing animes. This time, quite a few animes that are actually known for us. The other one, like almost all of them, we none of us, none of them we knew on the list. If you remember, yeah, I don't think I recognize very many on there. Yeah, so all these animes are going to be removed from Crunchyroll service on May twenty eighth. The first one is going to be Classroom Crisis, and I think we actually had a review of that one, right? We did have a review, and we gave it a good review, honestly, on that one. Yeah, that one was really good. That that sucks. That was a good one. The whole futuristic vibe with like business and politicians and just engineering the whole idea of engineering like creating this some sort of environment that people just want to get rid of even though that's what made them start the company and everything yeah it's always sad like when you see companies now like they start off like what what made them start out is like what made them famous but then they just like divert from it after they get so big I mean, usually uh, a corporation by nature is follow where the money's going to go. Yeah, that's that, pretty much That's it. all it is, mm-hmm. yeah. It holds no heritage. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. You didn't know, but we're back. <laughs> this man. But if that, was, uh, that was back on episode 19, Manny. Yeah, that was a really long time ago. Yeah, yeah, that was really, really early on into it. I was expecting it to be in the 30s, maybe 20s still. Nope. That was episode 19. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, we might have to start getting back to doing some more reviews. Mm. Maybe reformat, because, you know, I don't know if we can do hidden gems forever, because then there's not that many hidden, right? There there probably is a lot of hidden, but, like, people have to know them just to be able to recommend them. Everybody that probably doesn't know them. Yeah, and pre-vetting is going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we'll think of another format we can do similar and maybe start doing some more anime reviews again mm-hmm. so let's let's put that on our homework to do manny okay and then another anime is daybreak illusion i don't know it either you probably don't know it negative um, the other animes are the series of for Durara. okay i remember that one yeah, have you seen it um i think i've seen the first season it's a little bit hard to follow but it is actually pretty good. Okay. Our buddy Omar only introduced me to the first episode. I liked it, but I just haven't made the time to actually watch the entire season. Yeah. I, I'd say it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. It's worth a watch. No, I, I, I'm pretty sure it is because everybody tells me it is. Yeah. I just haven't made the time. Okay. But yeah, so that one's going to be off the list now. The next one is High School Fleet. 
Haven't heard of it. Neither have I. See, this is where our hidden gems are right here. <laughs> watch them. <laughs> if it, you know what? Before they get removed, watch three episodes and write them down if they're worth a review, Manny. Okay. Uh, then we have I've Always Liked You. Never heard of it either. Same. Occult Academy. That one's been on my watch list, but I've never got the chance to take a look at it yet. Oof. Last chance? Yeah. It probably will. Well, I mean, depending on where they're going, I mean, we can check it out later after that. Unless it's on Funimation, fuck that shit. <laughs> ROD, the TV. I'm guessing the TV is part of just a TV television series. Okay. Silver Spoon. Probably haven't seen it either. Negative. And Samurai Flamenco. Mm, I haven't heard of that one either. I've watched it, but I haven't completed it. It's interesting, but it's it's weird. Basically, a man who who's like a... I'm going to say he's a model, a male model for a clothing company. And he wants to become like a now superhero. Now I know why you watched it. He wants to become like a superhero. <laughs> and But like... It's it's basically considered the real world where there's no fantasy like Marvel Studios and everything. So he just puts on a suit, tries to do vigilante work, and he just gets in trouble by the law. Got it. And yeah, he gets in, he gets involved into some really bad situations. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, I guess that's kind of asking for it, but okay. The moment you fall in love, have not seen that one either. Vivid uh, Vivid Red Operation. Never heard of it either. World Conquest. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. World Conquest. Zveta or Zvet. It's Z E. No. Z V E Z D A. Can you pronounce that? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say blank plot. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and Wagnadio seasons one through three. I feel like if it has three seasons, I should have heard of it, but I don't know. <laughs> it's like um, it doesn't really follow a storyline. It's like it's like skits. Okay, like one For, of those shorts. Well, no, it's not. It's full length episodes. Each episode has its own like objective and everything, but it doesn't actually go into like a storyline. Okay, not, very not, casual watching. But it, all the stuff that happens uh, in each episode, kind of like intertwines once it gets to the end like there's like romances that build up um certain conflicts of interest that build up and it gets to the end of the uh, end of the seasons and everything it's a really good anime that i've actually enjoyed really it's more on the comedy side where people that work at a family diner and they just have like these workplace romances this um blackmail schemes and everything just just a bunch of random shit that happens and it's really funny there is one character that is has this uh phobia of men so every time a male character uh gets near her, she'll punch the shit out of him to the point where like they go through walls okay <laughs> yeah and yeah so oh shit fuck they're all going to funimation <laughs> Are they really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Hey, there's a merger now, Manny. You're going to have to deal with this. Well, we still haven't got an update on what the government's decision on that so far. You're going to have to deal with it, Manny. I know. <laughs> Shit. 
That is a live reaction if I've ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so they are going to Funimation. Well, uh, so it's Durara, Classroom Crisis, uh, Samurai Flan- uh, Flamenco, High School Fleet, Silver Spoon, Vivid, uh, Vivid Dread Operation, and the one anime I can't say the name, and that's it. It doesn't say anything about anything about, about the other ones. So I'm going to have to see where uh, Wagnadia is going to go and uh, where it's going to go at this point now. Okay, that's still a pretty significant amount going to Funimation. Yes. So, I mean, I think in comparisons, Funimation's always had a lot less content. But, and they did, but they have like more, I think uh, what they do dominate more on is actual sales in terms of DVD and Blu-ray of animes. Really? I didn't know that. I mean, when I go to like conventions or like when I go to their sites, I'll see like more like anime merchandise and figures and everything on Crunchyroll's side. But when I go to see at Funimations, it's just countless like DVDs and Blu-rays of anime series. Um, what's that? What's that term that they always use when they just show all volumes? Okay, like a volumes or a whole box set of a season or something? Uh, usually, I mean, no. Volumes are like more like three to four episodes of one season got it okay so like you'll need like six a a complete box of like volumes one through six just to complete one season which is kind of stupid but i know that they make money off like that yeah they take the dvds like manga (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) okay well i mean it's a smart business plan yeah and it looks like uh but very overpriced in my opinion yeah well Anything with the hobby, right? Yeah. There's always going to be pricing on it. And I mean, if you wanted to continue supporting the hobby, it kind of is what it is. Oh, I'll support it, just not through Funimation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got, Manny? And then I got two updates. We have Slime Anime Season 2 Second Core. Uh, I believe Second Core is basically stating Part 2 of Season 2. It, we just finished season uh, part one of season two recently in the winter, I believe, or was it spring? I can't remember. But yeah, so we finished that. So now we're going to have part two of season two coming out probably in the next month. I have to like check the dates again. But I'm really excited because now we're going to see what like the whole cliffhanger is in, like how uh, Rimuru is going to be now that the he's become like an actual demon lord. And, like, some of the servants from other demon lords, when they witnessed him, was like, shit, like, my my demon lord couldn't even do the shit he's pulling off. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting on how this all this development's going to be. And since we saw at the end of season part one of season two, where he actually brought back the, the Tempest Dragon in a human form. Yes. So, and we remember, that's like an op, that's an OP dragon. So, it's going to be interesting to see how he's going to be played honestly in this part definitely like i said that's definitely one of the fun ones i enjoyed watching Mm -hmm. so the anime is going to be set to continue on july 6th of this year okay just right around the corner it really is very nice so i'm excited for that and another update is actually the rooney kenshin live action films uh rooney kenshin for most people that don't know also known as Samurai X, um, in other title forms, um, probably what made them uh, like 
little bit like recognizable was that they were featured on Toonami for, I mean, back in the early days of Toonami, especially when I was a little kid. That's like, that was probably my starter anime for Rooney Kenshin. Okay. And so the, they started making live action films when they focused on certain arcs of the anime into the, into the movies and stuff. Um, the first live action film was more of a comedy. It wasn't really that serious, but it was still enjoyable. Then when it came to part two, which focused on the Kyoto Inferno arc of the anime, which I think they did an amazing job. I mean, the the hype that they built uh, that they built up right before they got to the fight sequences and stuff and like the confrontations over like like there was moments where I just like like almost hopping out of my seat in excitement of what's going on and stuff. And so, Kyoto Inferno Arc was actually a two-part live-action movie, and that's what they're going to do for the last movies, which is another two-part uh, arc. The The first movie is called The End, and the, f- the last movie is going to be called The Beginning. So, this is actually a live-action they did right. F- filmed and casted in Japan, Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, they can do well whether it's in Japan or not. Just most of the time, they just don't come out well. <laughs> I, I, I will agree on that. I will agree on that. Okay. Well, cool. That's exciting news. Yeah, so I'm excited for that, especially... Uh, so there is an actual small OVA series for Rooney Kenshin where it was different art style in the animation, and it focused on... Uh, Batosai, which is Rooney's real name before he became Rooney Kenshin. Uh, but Himura Batosai, that's his name. And probably that name was feared throughout Japan because that was the name of the most famous assassin for a political group That as they were doing like in, a, in an era of, of war of which side or which uh, faction would gain control and become shogun or leader of Japan basically. And so he was used as a, pol- a political assassin to kill off political enemies and stuff. All right. So, and he met about Tosai. So with the OVA series, it's like kind of like a backstory of how he started, how and how he actually got the the crossed uh, slashed uh, X on his face, and how he became to having a sword that was backwards. And what I mean by backwards is the curved part is is the dull part while the back part is the blade. So it's it's called the reversal sword. So okay. you can swing it like an actual sword, but it's gonna just going to do blunt damage. And with that, it, they're going to feature that specifically in this next movie called The Beginning, which is the very last uh, live action film. All right. So when's that one set to air again? That one is actually going to be set to air, and, and what's the sad is just gonna it's gonna be more in Japan, in my opinion. But the beginning will actually open up in June fourth. Okay, so we might have a couple months before we see it. Maybe till next year. Okay, got it. Um, I'll probably just wait until they actually have the Blu-ray discs available to buy, and I'll just buy them. So you won't go see it if they happen to do like a special showing in theaters here. If they do, I will, but uh, I doubt it, in my opinion. All right, but 
that's the movie called The Beginning. It's set to be aired in June 4th. And then we had the movie The Final, which was the first of this of this arc film that was actually featured in April 23rd. So pretty much last month. And, it, and the film actually ranked number two in Japan and earned about 745 million yen, which is about $6.9 million on its opening weekend. So behind Demon Slayer. Way behind, way behind, <laughs> in, my opinion, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, this movie, these movies were set to air months ago, but COVID situation happened, so everything was just delayed. And the most interesting part is the the band that does the most of the official song, the soundtracks for the uh, for the Rooney Kenshin live action films is One uh, OK Rock. One OK Rock is like a Japanese punk rock band, and even though they're so famous, like it, they're they're really famous, that they've never done a song for an anime once. Okay, really? Because most of the time, these animes, well, these bands that get featured onto animes, this is what makes them or break it, honestly, for them. Oh, so that's kind of considered like a starting point for some bands. If you get featured in an anime and you're like, and people like it, you're gonna make it. If they don't like it, you're not gonna make it. Okay. Okay. So, in a sense, yeah, anime can be like the starting point for a lot of uh, Japanese bands and, and artists, especially. All right. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, 1OK Rock actually frequently comes out for Vans Tour. Am, am I saying it right? You mean the Warp Tour? Yeah, Warp Tour. There you go. <laughs> I, I've, I've never gone, so I, and I guess they canceled it, right? Yes. I mean, everything got canceled last no, year. No, but like so. they actually officially canceled the event a few years ago or a couple of years ago. I think so. I mean, I honestly haven't kept up with it for a long time. It's, fuck, it's been years since I've gone. I'm going to say like two or three years ago, they said that that was the last Warped Tour ever. Okay. I think, shit. I'm trying to even think the last time I went. <laughs> but yeah, I honestly, I haven't really been keeping up with that because like I said, I... I stopped going years mm. ago. But yes, it's the Warp Tour. The Warp Tour. Okay, there we go. And they actually went numerous times there. And I've actually gone to one of their concerts. And I actually I actually got their autographs. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was a big fan of their music. The, they did a lot of really good rock music, especially. And they just happened to do a concert here at the Shrine Expo Hall in Los Angeles at the USC college district so i went there with a couple buddies and pretty much just enjoyed myself very cool but yeah so i'm super excited especially since we're gonna see himara botosai's uh, backstory into the new movie that's coming out soon and soon hopefully i can watch it too yes we will see <laughs> all right well let's roll into some uh motor headlines manny you remember we talked about Porsche coming up with alternative fuel. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So we have a small update to that. So they're calling it uh, e-fuel. E-fuel. Yeah, which I don't know exactly why. <laughs> so it, it sounds like it can be like an en- like an energy drink name for gamers. Uh, I thought because it's it's uh, battling e-vehicles, electric vehicles. <laughs> it, it you could go either way, but like e-fuel, it just it just makes me think of gamer energy drink. Okay. So, 
Um, it looks like a, their actual production e-fuel is expected to reduce CO2 um, emissions by 85%. That has now been confirmed. 85? That's a big jump, actually. That's a huge jump, man. Shit. So, I mean, considering, you know, how much it costs to build an EV vehicle, you know, the carbon footprint of just producing the batteries themselves and everything, right? Now, is this information in Porsche coming out credible? Is it credible? They're not they're not Chevy, so I think they actually have the fuel. It's not CG. Well, don't forget the whole emissions situation with Volkswagen. CEO stepped down and the Porsche CEO went and took its place. And then Xeno Porsche had uh, scandals with their emissions too, so he had to step down as well. True, 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 true. I guess time will tell. Time will tell. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to get tested, so I'd like to see somebody else do some other testing on it and actually see how it works with different uh, engines. Or just see if they're actually backing up their shit. (laughs) Maybe some of that too, shit. (laughs) But this might be something that... Because, you know, as the transition goes from gas to electric, there's going to be less demand for gas, less demand for gas, meaning there's going to be less supply coming into these stations the prices are going to get fucking expensive you think so oh absolutely dude i mean maybe not for a while because you know ev is still really expensive yeah that is true and you know they're probably not going to get cheaper as far as building them and producing them for probably another 10 years or something i can see it right so as that transition gets closer, 10, 15, 20 years from now, there's going to be less need to have all this oil and gas coming in here, right? That's going to cause those prices to go up a lot. So if there's a way to cheaply make synthetic fuels that's you know not bad for the environment, blah, 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 that could be kind of the lifesaver for saving some of our internal combustion cars. Mm. You know what I mean? So, again, I was super excited to see Porsche was doing this. I am really excited to see them keep going through with it in full production and hopefully get tested in some more vehicles and see how it performs. Definitely. Because, yeah, this this is some tech that we should have been doing a long time ago. <laughs> no, and not only that, to see how it can benefit the performance side especially. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was kind of like in development with the uh, the motorsports and the GT cars. Mm. So if they're producing this fuel and testing it on their GT cars, like, I'm pretty sure it'll keep my bucket fox body running. <laughs> so it looks like they're kind of going for it, and I am super pumped to see how it comes out. So, um, in Germany, they're planning to start trials in 2022. Okay. So, they've already tried it in the uh, 911 GT3, and it could use the e-fuel without any modifications. But no no issues in the motor and how it, like, it, motor all healthy as it uses this fuel, I'm guessing, correct? Well, yeah. I mean, they're going to say, they're not going to say, oh, yeah, it runs without any modifications, but then it fucking grenades itself 20 miles in. <laughs> That'd be a lot of GT3s grenading. Yes. But, 
But obviously, if they're going to start running trials on this in Germany, it's going to start going into other motors and other manufacturers. Mm. So I'm really curious to see how it goes. So okay. If, if it's good enough for a GT3, it's good enough for me. <laughs> so, I mean, shoot, even for your Elko, that might be its last saving grace, too. Ah, oh, that is true. Especially with that old school carburetor. Soon to be EFI. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> Get with it, old man. <laughs> I'm, I'm still waiting on J&M to give me a call back because the whole painless wire harness kit was on special order. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yikes. Well, hopefully it gets doesn't have too many shipping delays. Yeah, I waited for them last week. They haven't got a call. So this week I'm going to try. They actually started closing on Mondays fully. So I'm going to wait till tomorrow and give them a call to see what update they have on it. Okay. For sure. All right. The well, fuck is that? <laughs> this is our next topic here. This is the uh, the Honda Civic, the wait, Aero wait, wait. Civic. You know what that looks like? What does it look like? Have you seen Seven, uh, Seven Deadly Sins? Seven Deadly Sins, yes. Hawk the Pig. Low-key, it does kind of look like <laughs> Hawk the Pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the Aero Civic. It is literally a 1992 Civic. I believe it's just the EX model. But I'm guessing that's all modification, correct? That's all modification for aerodynamics. This car gets 95 miles to the gallon. The hell? (laughs) Yes. So a couple years ago, there was a write-up on this talking about it. And apparently, it's still out on the road today. Where? What state? This is in Pennsylvania. Shit. <laughs> and basically, it was kind of this guy that just put together this thing, trying to make it um, as aerodynamic as possible. He kind of made it look like a fucked up submarine with airplane panels. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it gets almost 100 miles to the gallon. And it can still reach speeds of up to about 140 miles per hour. Ooh. Kind of showing that, hey, it's not 100% about the engine technology more than it is about aerodynamics. Aerodynamics and and design. How important important that actually is. Because this thing looks fucked up. It does. It's dented. It's rippled. It's... Stitch weld, spot welded, looks like probably you're... JB welded. <laughs> you probably did that job. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it it just looks like somebody beat it into shape, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's doing great. So imagine, you know, if this was designed smoother, less Ooh. seams, you know what I mean? Eliminating as much drag as possible and, you know, for, uh, I guess this would be a home... Mechanic, my home fabricator, home engineer. I mean, this is a Honda Civic, so we should try this on the Type R. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) But that is some crazy, crazy gas mileage he's doing. Um, Apparently, back in 2009, this had about 500,000 miles on it. Damn. 
Yeah. So it's been spotted. Nobody got to, I guess, talk to him and ask exact, exactly where he's at now. But this is, what, 12 years? So I'm sure it's considerably higher. True. Right? Like He probably I, drives it at night so he doesn't get attention. I mean, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> but that's just kind of insane that it's able to do these kinds of speeds with literally, I think, you know, maybe a Honda guy will correct me, but not super versed with those. But I think that thing only had like 100 horsepower. Mm. Those, I be, yeah, I, I think they only came with like 100 horsepower. And it. I think their stock miles per gallon was somewhere around like 39, 40, 42, somewhere around there. And we'll do some producing right now. What, what's the year make and model? Oh, it's a 92 Civic EX, I believe. Civic EX. Well, yeah, he basically doubled his mileage just off of aerodynamics. Like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, so it's a 1.6 four-cylinder with 125 horsepower. Five-speed manual. Okay, I was close. I was in the ballpark, yeah. Okay, not bad. So, I mean, think about how much, like, technology has changed and efficiency, right? Mm-hmm. We have um, so much. We've gotten so much more advanced on these. We're making trucks do thirty miles to the gallon. You know what I mean? Yes. So imagine combining some of that technology with some of these aerodynamics. We could easily be making a hundred and a hundred and fifty miles to the gallon without hybrid technology. If anything, we should get this guy on the track. Get him on the track. <laughs> you convince me. Let's do it. I think his specialty is on something else, though. Yeah. There, there's there's a whole different set of aerodynamics for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought this was kind of an interesting little story since we're kind of coming off of the Porsche story, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Porsche kind of showing there's so many different things we could have been doing and we just never did. Yeah. Kind of sucks. But uh, I guess right along the lines of Honda News... Um, I got a article here talking about the confirmation for the next generation Civic Type R and SI. Okay. And they are confirmed they are sticking with manual transmissions only. What they should be doing like on like Toyota. What more people should be doing. Yeah, this is, that's fucking great. I love to hear that. I honestly really love to hear when like a car will stick to it like that. Because uh, I'm trying to think who else does that. Drawing blanks? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm drawing blanks. <laughs> I mean, for Ford, the Shelbys and the Cobras used to come exclusively in manual. And now they're just automatic. Not anymore. Yeah, the GT500 is now automatic. Mm-hmm. I mean... I'm honestly drawing a blank on anybody else that's really... I mean, I'm sure there's maybe some supercars that only come in some form of manual, maybe. But even then, most of them are now, you know, sequential or, you know... Paddle shifters. Paddle shifters or whatever, you know? I'm super hard-pressed to think of another car that's... A sports car that comes out in exclusive manual like that. You know? Yeah. And they're not just doing it for the Type R. They're doing it for all the SIs. Yeah. That's fucking great. 
I mad respect to Honda for this because we got to keep them alive. They're gonna die out. <laughs> Whatever, buddy's actually got an essay. Who? Ivan. Ivan. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he just picked up an SI. Uh, that was his first manual car. So when he went to get the test drive with the salesperson, from what I was told, he was stalling the shit out of it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Did he get a warranty on the clutch? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, man. That's cool. That's I'm excited for him. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great to hear. Hopefully, he actually drives it. <laughs> I mean, he was with it when we went to go watch the Demon Slayer movie. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, nice. I probably didn't even notice. I think I boogied out of there pretty quick. Yeah, I yeah, did. You did <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I think I took off pretty quick. I was which like, I gotta kinda, go. Which you kind of missed out the aftermath of what happened after you left. Really? Uh, so there was a couple that were having sex in their car on the side, all the way at the edge of the parking structure. And we could tell because the lights were left on, which I think that was a stupid mistake they did. And all the windows were foggy. Like the dome lights? Yes. <laughs> dome lights, tail lights, and headlights. Oh, they are fucking up. So you could see all that shit happening in there. And next thing you know, security sees us and he looks over and just spots the cars. Like, oh, we gave away the car's position. Probably because you guys were pointing. And <laughs> making, no, we were pointing, making jokes. We were yelling and shit. And so he goes over there and we just see the bodies just start jumping the back seat to the front seat and they take off. And as they as they leave, we start like clapping and saying hurrah and everything. <laughs> the, the guy in the driver's seat like ducks his head as he waves to us, and then the security guard he like waits about thirty seconds, starts to take off, and he just gives us a peace sign. I mean, what was he gonna do at that point? <laughs> and then about five minutes, not no less, no more than five minutes, they came back. They they did not. They did what so they were parked next to another car and that was the girl's car so they had to come back but they still finished their business then she got out of the car and went in her car and left (laughs) oh that is hilarious (laughs) i i okay well what was their mistake man (laughs) lights on didn't crack a window Mm -hmm. and in a very lit part of the parking structure yes and for context we're always parked on the roof yes so yeah that was bad decisions that was bad decisions although cars parked next to each other was a good good idea Mm -hmm. because you never want to be the solo car out in the middle of nowhere so parking next to the car was okay but yeah don't light no window crack you know you got you got to let the stank out manny (laughs) and the humidity what I was referencing to do, but yes, okay. yes. <laughs> you got to let that out and vent. That is, that's hilarious. But yeah, that, that's what happened after you left. Okay, I'm glad you guys fucking ruined the guy's night. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. I'm pretty sure you broke some kind of bro code. I got to look it up though. <laughs> I mean, granted, even if the security guard didn't even look at us, he was actually going straight to that area anyway. True, I guess. So he would have caught him anyways? Yeah. Well, you could have saw a natural reaction. So what else do we have for like the next-gen Type R's and SI's? Just that or anything else notable? <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, notable is the whole redesign. Oh, okay. Which yeah. I don't know if you remember we kind of covered when they did their drop on Twitch. Yes. 
or their, I guess their release mm-hmm. announcement or whatever, right? Yeah. They, they did that announcement on Twitch, so they do, it is the whole new body design, which looks much more mature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do remember we talked about that. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure the Type R will have a much more mature appeal to it, which I feel I would need to see to kind of give a full opinion on whether I would like it more or not, you know? See it in person? I mean, even even videos, but I just don't feel I have enough to say that I would like it better. I want to say I would like it better because, yeah, in all honesty, my Type R is, is fucking hot boy is shit you know what i mean <laughs> it reminds me of the early 2000 celicas you know yeah just a little bit overstyled for my, for me you know to me i think i just have to see it in person to actually give like an appeal towards it yeah i didn't have an appeal into type r's at all even though just seeing videos and vi- photos of it until you actually got yours because you're the only person i knew that actually had one mm-hmm. so that's when i actually got the appeal towards it yeah, and I mean it's grown on me, and I think it's gr- the looks has grown on me more because of how it drives. <laughs> I just enjoy driving the car so much that I can't help but love the way it looks. You know what I mean? Or you just don't care if it gets any damage on it at this point, paint wise. Paint. Well, I mean, I'm gonna get chips. I'm gonna get something when I take it to the track. I know, but you were super paranoid about that shit when you first got it. Well, yeah, it was like my first brand new car ever. I've never purchased a brand new car. True, true. So this is the first time, honestly, maybe the only time I'll ever do it, but first time I've ever done a brand new car. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's just looking at it with beer goggles after I'm done driving it, like, oh, I fucking love driving it. It looks good. And then, you know, when I take a step back, sometimes I'm like, I don't know, that's loud as fuck. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm... I'm curious to see what the next gen's really gonna look like but uh on to our next one i mean you know i'm weaving right so i got kind of a rollover to this car prices okay so the market right now is fucking insane yeah so used car prices actually went up new car prices went up yeah but the used car part is the one that's like catching my attention more well, yeah, because you're more in the market for that yeah. <laughs> than anything else. But like, uh, new car shoppers are paying up to, on average, $5,000 over MSRP on any car. And again, I don't know if you, you know, for listeners that might remember, we did the story about the chip shortage. So that's halted production on a lot of companies. It did. So that's shorting out the supply of cars available. And... You know, uh, cars, gaming consoles, computers, lots of stuff. That oh yeah, everything, man. So it seems like prices have or people are paying up. You know, twelve percent over MSRP for a lot of their cars now, mm-hmm. which fucking insane now, right? That's that's crazy. But beyond the new car market, I think more along the lines of where you know you and me kind of lie. Kind of looking over some of the pictures from the last year, especially me, the way I fucking buy them, <laughs> is used cars, like you were saying, has gone up. The used car market has gotten hot. And I believe uh, some of them have jumped up 20% in value mm. of what they normally had. Yes. Manny, I need reasons not to sell the Type R. 
Uh, will you take payments? What? Will I take I'll payments? Ta- I'll take it off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking tempt me, Manny. <laughs> so, I mean, kind of a small tangent into personal life that maybe nobody wants to hear about, but housing market's also super hot. Uh, I'm actually worried about how the market's looking right now. I mean, there's ups and downs. There's definitely pros and cons to everything. But this one's actually looking like kind of close to 2008 style. So the biggest issue that happened with 2008 was pretty much banks making it rain fucking loans. Yes. No income checks or anything. Yeah, there was no checks or balances. They were just lending money like fucking crazy. They were gambling the money in the stock markets, losing mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? It was just fucking crazy. Yep. I bought a house last year, and I can tell you right now, they're not handing out those loans very easy anymore. It was a fucking pain in the ass to get my loan. I legit had to pull up... I I mean, it doesn't fucking matter anymore. I had to make a fake fucking receipt for selling some shit because of an $800 deposit on my account. Ooh, 800 bucks, Manny. Like, I just had that shit cash. I, I think I sold some wheels or something like that. Mm. And I just deposited it in an ATM. Like, $800 is, you know, it's not a stellar amount of money, you know? Yeah. And when my loan officer went through my bank statements, he's like, where did this money come from? Where'd you get this money? What the fuck? It's 800 bucks. I sold something and just deposited it in the, in the ATM. We need a record for this, for the, for the loan. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me (laughs) i was pissed (laughs) so it they're not really giving them out like crazy right now it 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 seems like it's more of a again a supply and demand there's a shortage right now so i don't know i'm having debates i'm weighing options because i did buy fha and i am in the position to be able to sell and leave with a significant amount more money to put down and since you know me and the wife you know i'm comfortable where i'm at the house is fine neighborhood's cool it's quiet i got my space but i kind of decided i don't want a track house (laughs) i think i just want to be a little bit more secluded from people maybe you know like me Maybe not that secluded. (laughs) (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? Man, your dad has to like tractor mill the road to get to your house so you can leave in a lowered car. That is true. Yeah, that's. Let's not. You know, there's a balance in between, right? (laughs) I'm still surprised my because my dad was always giving me shit. He's like, "Yeah, now that you have the car, don't don't expect me to help you fix the road just so you can leave." I was like, "I don't care." That's why I got the Toyota pickup now. And then next thing you know, when it rains, we get trenches and stuff. And my sister asked, can you pave the road so I can leave in my car? I was like, yeah, go for it. I'm trying to leave. He's like, no, you can leave in your car. I'm going to pave the road for your sister. I was like, God damn it. (laughs) Daddy's a little girl, bro. I know. I know. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm thinking maybe this might be an opportunity that to move into something that I'm going to feel more comfortable in. Mm. Not that I'm not comfortable now, but just make a move get out of an FHA. Of course, I'm going to be in that battle just like everybody else is trying to buy and, you know, people getting outbid and everything. Like I did. 
Yeah, so it's not. I'm not a hundred percent solid in the decision yet. It's something I'm looking into. I'm gonna weigh all the options out and make the best decision that I think I could make for hey the time. Hey man, I showed you a house that just went up for sale in my neighborhood. Your neighborhood's fucking wild. No, <laughs> <laughs> wild in what sense? Uh, wild and I don't want to do that dirt road, and also it's way overpriced. Well, there's no dirt roads for that house that went up for sale. Are you talking about like that fucking million and a half dollar house? Yes. Who the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> so anyways, back to the market. That's another part of the market that's fucking wild. I'm thinking about making some moves. I'm going to kind of uh, go over and do a little bit more research before I decide. But Yeah, my plan was to make some moves too in the housing market at the moment. But seeing how everything's going, I'm probably just going to wait to see if the economy takes a tank and maybe take advantage of that. Yeah, that's the other side of it. But I guess for me is because I stand to make <laughs> a pretty fair amount of money off of this one. I'm trying to research and see exactly how what's selling hotter and higher, track homes or the type of homes I'm looking for, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that are a little bit more secluded. And if it seems like the the market's going up higher for track homes, I might be able to take advantage of that, that I'm going into something different, you know? Yeah. So uh, I'm still kind of doing some research and, and vetting everything out, I guess. But yeah, the that kind of brings me back to the reasoning, too, is like, hey, man, I, last time I think um, I got an offer really close to MSRP for the Type R. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you remember? Yeah. If I can get an offer at or over, I don't know, Manny. It might be it might be time to uh, part ways. <laughs> I love the car. I love driving it, but you know that could be funding for my truck and trailer. True, truck and trailer, and then I can just focus on finishing the build on the uh, Fox body. And maybe I'll buy another. I don't know. This man. I, I've also been having like a K series itch. I I really want a golden era Honda K series. So it, I don't know. It's a little itch that I'm going through right now. We'll see if it goes away. <laughs> I mean, you've had like a car car buying spree for like the past three years, anyway. Manny, it's probably been more like six. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's been a long time, trust me. I I do it a lot. <laughs> but we'll see. That's kind of uh that's kind of something going on and man, if you're in the market for a car right now, I am sorry. <laughs> yeah. Vice versa, you might have something that's you know, like in my instance with the type R, you might have something that's hot on the market right now and you might be able to make some money out of it. Yeah, Toyota Tacoma's actually went up on price, especially the four doors, which I'm currently looking at the moment as well. Yeah. And dually trucks as well have gone up in price. So it's it's kind of hard, especially right now. Yeah. And I mean, that's why from my perspective, I'm like, okay, I've had the Type R for a couple years. I've tracked it. I've had a ton of fun with the car. If I'm able to get rid of it and close to break even, I just lose, you know, a little bit on it. Like that's... I don't know how much you can ask for for out of a car, especially out of a car, because they depreciate so much, you know? So, I don't know. It's something... I'm not sure if I'm ready to dedicate that much to it, but... Mm. 
every time I see it, it just, you know, the, the money talks. <laughs> well, if you do end up making the decision, at least let me drive it once. Okay, I guess. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'll let you drive it, Manny. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we got some events this weekend, right? We do. We do. Uh, if everybody remembers, Okari uh, event is a month-long event. This week, uh, coming up weekend is actually going to be their last weekend, I believe, right? Yes, it's their last weekend, and that is at the Anaheim Garden Walk. All right, Anaheim Garden Walk, and it will be Monday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, is it Monday? No, no, no. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay, threw me for a loop there, Manny. <laughs> I'm still tired from all the partying on this weekend. Oof, all right. We'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if you, if you guys haven't gone um, all month long, what the fuck? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's actually a pretty cool event. Uh, go up to the top floor of the parking structure. You'll kind of see just not the roof, at. but the top floor. Yeah, well, they cone it off, and there's somebody there anyway, so they'll stop you before you get there, and you'll see kind of where the event is. Yeah, uh, down the escalators. That's kind of where they have their exposition hall i guess kind of their akihabara place their udx garage and a bunch of other places yeah yeah pretty much best way to describe it Mm -hmm. so it's it's a cool event i had fun when i went um definitely gonna try to make it out this weekend i'll try honestly yeah maybe a sunday or something it will probably be sunday uh saturday's already got plans yes yes but yes do try to make it out we'll be reposting the flyer again I'm not sure if I did it last week. I hope I did. <laughs> I think you did. I think you okay, did. Okay, good, good. I'll be reposting the flyer again if you guys need it. And uh, hopefully we'll see somebody there, right? Yeah. But uh, with that said, about Saturday, we have another event to talk about. Tenoshi Nights. Yes, Tenoshi Nights Returns. Did they have it last month? Yeah, I think uh, I didn't, we didn't go. Maybe that's why I didn't feel like they didn't have it. <laughs> no, we didn't go. Okay. We were set to go, but you were busy with something, and then everybody that I wanted to go with uh, lagged out, so I didn't bother to go either. Ah, that's right. That's right. Yes, well, Tenoshi Nights is going on this Saturday, and uh, you know we had uh, John and Ollie here. I can't remember what episode that was, but we had them a while back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we talked about their event. That's usually located here in uh, Marietta. Yes. And I believe this one's going to be at the Marietta Hot Springs location? Nope. Completely different location this time. Really? Where yep. is it at? So it's going to be at a shop called uh, Nakamaya. It's in, it's more in Temecula area this time. Oh, really? So this is a whole new location from? Yes, it is. Very nice. So again, this is May 22nd, this Saturday, and from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. located in Temecula. And we will also post a flyer for anybody that's interested. Great event, especially hosted with Ali. I know Ali is doing it alone this time with his wife and everything, but he is just keeping up and just doing a phenomenal job keeping it up with himself uh, while John is in the military. Yes, sir. And um, <clears throat> and I think uh, they're still going to have uh, SB. I think so. You think so? Sure. And I know they also had a little, I'm, I'm sure that was a blog or a little article written about them. 
mm, about the event. Yes, I don't know yes. if you saw that. I think I did see something. I didn't check it out fully, but yeah. Yeah, they had a super old picture from like 2018 of the Fox body. Yes, with Rob's Hatch Civic. Yes, with Rob's Hatch Civic. That I saw that and I was like, oh man, that is an old picture. Yes. It was, it was really nice to see. I don't know where or who saved it or whatever, but it was really nice to see that picture. That was, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was super cool. Uh, but, you know, kind of reminiscing a little bit, Manny, now let's kind of get into it a little bit. We've finally been doing this podcast for a year. I think we've made it over the hump of uh, podcasting curiosity and <laughs> seeing if we were going to end up ditching it. Yeah. I think at this point, I think it's pretty fair to say we've, we're, we're, we're in it. <laughs> we're in it. We're dedicated. We're yes. fairly consistent. This past year, we've only missed one episode. One episode that was during the holiday week of Christmas, I believe, or New Year's. One of those two days. One of those two weeks. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't because you were sick, was it? Yes, it was. It was. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it. Because I know there was a couple weeks you were sick, and I think I tried to have a guest on, then we tried to do something, and I think I, I think that was to the point where you were just like, I can't do it, I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the body was shutting down at that point. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. But yeah, we've been in it for a year, Manny. So what's kind of like your, uh, I guess, your best take from the year? My best take of the year, honestly, if it wasn't, if it really wasn't for this podcast, I would have probably never dealt dev, um, dove deeper into doing more stuff with cars, especially. I probably would have never thought about like doing all the stuff I've already done to the El Camino, to the Mustang, especially, um, if it wasn't for like the inspiration of trying to talk about it and planning it through the podcast and having our listeners listen about what our goals are, especially. I see. So content creation and peer pressure. <laughs> Just kidding. It, it's more like motivation, actually. Okay. You kind of speak it into the microphone. Now you kind of have to make it real, right? Yeah. Okay. No, I Honestly, I totally get that because it's kind of like you don't want to put it out and then go like, oh, I'm not going to follow through any of this shit. <laughs> yeah. But that's good. So it's it's kind of been a motivating factor. Yes. Very cool. Heck yeah. And I've been enjoying it actually. Yeah, it honestly we wouldn't do it if it was if it wasn't fun for us. Yes. Right? And I mean like for me it's been it, it's been fun. I enjoy it. I get to talk and bullshit about cars, you know, at least once a week and kind of just get heavy into it and you honestly I sometimes I feel like we fuck up cuz we have such good conversations before we ever record and I'm like we need to start planning this better. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, my at least goals for the future is maybe start doing a little bit more planning into this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do plan. We do kind of set a syllabus and everything and kind of go through our topic list, you know. But I just feel that we have a lot of off-the-mic conversations that need to start getting captured. Yes. You know? But, I, I like I said, I've enjoyed it. I, it's been really fun and... uh a, a good learning experience, definitely mm-hmm. good learning experience. A little bit different, right? Yeah. But uh, I've been really glad for the responses we've had. You know, all the listeners that we've kind of gotten, different messages we've gotten. You know, the whole year I didn't get a single death threat. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for one all year long. <laughs> right? Don't tempt the listeners. 
<laughs> but you know, we just wanted to take a quick second, just thank everybody that listens, everybody that supports, follows. You know, when we throw up IG questions, we get responses and you know feedback. We enjoy it. We love it. You know, we do the podcast because it's fun. We enjoy doing it and talking and. You know, we're hoping that you guys enjoy it too. If there's anything we can do to make it better, let us know because that's kind of like an all-encompassing thing. Yeah, and just looking for forward to another year of just basically finding new ways to motivate um, myself and our, or I can say probably for the both of ourselves to do more things with our hobbies, especially in interests. Heck yeah, let's fucking do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, just quick thank you to everybody. Uh, you know, thank you to john and randy from 91 octane like i think they kind of helped finally give me that final push Mm because you know i guess behind the scenes stuff i had bought the equipment i had wrote down a bunch of stuff and set up man i think i bought the website almost seven months before we ever actually (laughs) recorded our first episode yeah i had everything ready but i was just super super like paranoid i guess i don't i'm not sure what you would call it about well well, what about this? What about that? I want to pre-plan this and pre-plan that. Well, at the same time, when you bought the equipment, you were in a house that wasn't actually yours, so you didn't have the chance or the opportunity to set something up. Yeah, like yeah. Like what we have now. Yeah, yes. I was renting at the time, and I was like, that was part of it as well, is that you know I didn't have my own space to kind of like, well, this is the podcast studio, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just all these factors and I kept kind of putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And, you know, John and Randy were the ones that kind of just told me, dude, just, you have the stuff, just go for it. You got it. You're, you know, you got it. You guys could talk, you guys can do it. Just fucking go for it. Definitely. So yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, thanks to Hyman. Time has been a wealth of knowledge, honestly. And yes. And a big motivator for both of us. Right. Yes. <laughs> so it's been super fucking cool to have him, supporting us and we support his podcast race ff pod super entertaining too and i will be getting my ticket for june for auto club speedway hey get on that manny it's probably i'll probably get it next week very nice get on that and uh you know thank you to the listeners that do message pretty often i do get a couple message uh, messages from some of the uh, listeners right Mm -hmm. and a couple of them that started following my personal instagram and uh you know, we have little conversations here and there, or sometimes they send me articles or things like, hey, this will be good for the podcast, you know, to talk about. Must be nice. <laughs> I don't get help with my homework, Manny. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate all that stuff. And, and you know, if there's something you guys want to listen to or or hear us kind of cover or, or do some research on, let us know. We're more than happy to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, with all the thank yous, Manny, let's call that an episode, buddy. Yeah. For the 52nd time. <laughs> Why don't you tell the listener where they can find us? You can fi- you can finally listen to us for the 52nd time on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you want to send an unaccepted rev, uh, ask a question. You can email us at UnacceptedPodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see everybody for the 53rd time next Wednesday. Yeah.